All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for returning to the Mature Tour podcast. I'm here today with just Zach. Going to change up things. Uh, should sound a lot better now that we get some new equipment. Looking forward to how this turns out. <laughs> uh, we're going to change things up. Uh, just a little bit of of uh, current news before we get into the meat of today's topic. Dodge has finally acknowledged that the electric cars are the future, which is huge because they just keep sticking the Hellcat engine into new things, and it's hysterical. So uh, let's bring back it. the neon and put a Hellcat in it. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, they did that. It's the uh, Charger. They do that. They, they stuck it in the Dodge Durango. Now they just stuck it in the truck, which is what we're going to be discussing today. So definitely a lot of things that they're doing. I love uh, how but you said that. They stuck it in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the memes are. It's just out of nowhere. Everybody's just like, uh, oh, we're making all these changes to the future of our company. And Dodge is over there like, what can we stick this engine in now? Can we make the Hellcat engine hybrid? <laughs> That'd be great. Saving the planet at 800 horsepower and 800 decibels. (laughs) That would be great. Green Uh, energy has never been this loud. But uh, they acknowledge that they need to do that. Uh, Nissan decided that they're sticking to their their usual thing. They haven't changed much at all, but they did Since just 2004. Announce, they they did just announce the next gen uh Frontier that's been unveiled. So it actually looks pretty nice, very rugged style truck. Um so it, it looks a little better than the previous generation, so that's that's a nice change for them. Uh but as far as the electronic movement goes, uh, Audi did say that they're going to be unveiling the e, the e-tron GT, which we've seen what that looks like. Uh, and, but not full production level. I think f- f- February 9th, when they make the unveiling, that will be the full production version that we're going to see. So it should be interesting. Plus, maybe they'll throw in some other electronic stuff that they're doing. I don't know. Uh, it's just speculation at this point. We'll have to wait and find out and f- see what exactly they're doing in this huge uh, reveal. Those German car manufacturers sure do like their flimsy electronic stuff. Uh, they're, uh, they're not getting on board with a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, who cares because uh, most of those Audi owners are just uh, leasing them for a year anyway. <laughs> everybody's And everybody's just going with Tesla anyways. That's what the, the primary market is. It's just, you know, everybody wants to know, can you outdo Tesla? And it's none of them are really challenging it. That's the thing. That's, look, I'm not a big fan of Elon Musk, but that's what happens when you sleep on that. Like right. all these art, car manufacturers still have that mentality of the very, very early 2000s when the first EVs were rolling around. They were thinking, okay, well, this isn't going to last because we can just shut this down. Not when you have a eccentric billionaire funded by an emerald mine. Right, and, and that's just, that's now taking off, which does tie into um, some of the stuff that we're going to talk about because a lot of the manufacturers do understand that they need to change to EV and Ford is one of them. They do have a a hybrid, the truck that they're working on uh, coming out with as well as a full, well, other than that (laughs) and a full electric vehicle truck, like a full electric truck is what they want to do. No, I'm honestly very excited for it, especially touching on electric trucks and our electric episode that we've been teasing them about yeah if we will get to that i know we want to we want to do a a full electric um market talk about everything that's going on on the electric market so we will get to that at some point and we're going to make that a, a few episodes worth of content so that'll be uh 
coming soon, hopefully. But we'll get to the meat of today's topic, which is the Ford Raptor that just came out. That's the last bit of uh, current news. Ford just unveiled the brand new Raptor. A few people are upset. Uh, yeah, a lot of the fans, <laughs> a lot of the fans are upset, and they keep talking about they wanted this thing to have a V8. They want Ford to put the V8 engine into the Raptor. Now Ford did say we will put the V8 in the Raptor, but it's because it's Ford, not right is, now. Ford is too afraid to tell them that having having a V8 does not count as a hobby or a personality. Right. And that's all that they, that's all they're doing is just, you know, I just want the V8. I just want the V8. It's like, well, what, what can you do without the V8? And that's they, what Ford's been going after. Ford is trying to make sure that you can do a lot with the, they're putting in this one, the 3.5 liter V6 EcoBoost engine. And the numbers that are coming out of it, I mean, they said that it's going to have uh, max towing is going to be 8,200 pounds which is actually more than what the Ram Rebel can do with the V6. And, and that's going to be today's comparison, is comparing the Ford Raptor against the Ram Rebel, not the TRX as everybody's doing. Everybody wants to talk about how this truck dropped the ball compared to the TRX. Stop talking about the TRX. The TRX is 30000 more than this truck for a reason, because it's a different truck than what they're going after. Quite honestly, I, I, it's amazing that people forgot that the Ram Rebel exists. This truck came out to compete against the Raptor. It didn't. It didn't beat the Raptor. That's the thing. When the Ram Rebel came out, it didn't beat the Raptor. It gave Everybody, the fanboys their their fan service. Right. It gave them. It gave them something else to enjoy, more intense than the regular fifteen hundred. It, it was a luxury truck. It fit the category of what the of what the Raptor does, but it's not as appealing so they decided that they needed to ramp it up and that's when they came out with the trx which has the hellcat engine in it they can do seven it has 702 horsepower it's a 6.2 liter v8 hemi that's what they want in the raptor but it's not what they're going to get right now and everybody's throwing a fit about that it's like calm down ford has an idea ford has a plan of what they're going to be doing but comparing the two if you look at the raptor the MSRP for, so going with the current Raptors numbers, it'll probably go a little bit above what the current numbers are. MSRP starts at 53455 That's what the current gen Raptor is priced at. So that's about a 7000 difference between the Raptor and the uh, Rebel. Yeah, so because the Re it's I, I'm reading yeah. here the Rebel's about 45,000. Yeah, so the, the Ram Rebel is. Yeah, its MSRP is 45320 Now, some speculation for the new Raptor is saying that it's probably going to be priced around $60,000, uh, so scaling up a little bit for the new, yeah. got new features and stuff like that. That's going to um, obviously raise the price where it's going to start, and then adding features and stuff onto that is going to go up from there. Compared to where everybody's saying that the competition is, is the TRX, the TRX's MSRP is $70,095. That's from Dodge's website. Dodge says... It's you want to start with this truck building options on it. It's seventy thousand to start, and yeah. then we'll add stuff onto it. So clearly, the Raptor is the middle ground between these two, um, and challenging the TRX. Though that's what's interesting. They decided, okay, out of this brand new truck, we're going to throw some stuff in it to make it more appealing than the TRX is. 
and I've worked on some of the perks. Uh, one is it's got a built-in generator. That's cool. That's a feature that they added into the regular Ford F-150 that's brand new. And they carried it over to this Raptor and it's going to be perfect for off-roading because so many people like to do, they have to air down their tires. If you can take a generator with you and just hook up to it and air down your tires and air, air up right on the spot, that's what people want nowadays is they don't want to have to carry a generator with them, plug it in, get it set up and get it ready to go. If the truck has that built in, you can go. You don't have to worry yeah. about anything. That's what everybody's looking forward to. So I feel like what a lot of people are genuinely upset about is not so much. It's not so much that they want to compare the Raptor to the TRX. It's just since the Ford isn't doing anything against the TRX for 2021, they're base. A lot of Ford fans are basically upset that Ford is handing the air quotes truck win to Dodge this year. Right. And that's what I which, keep seeing is everybody saying is Dodge just won out of that whole thing. You got to go easy on Dodge so that they can have this win. Otherwise, they're just going to storm off and stop playing and sit in the corner. Honestly, yeah, the, Dodge, Dodge, Dodge has come out guns blazing with this truck because uh, I don't know if you've seen any of the things, but they have the, the Easter eggs of like the T, the Tyrannosaurus Rex eating mm-hmm. a Raptor. They have the size comparison of, oh, a T-Rex is much bigger than a and, you know, scrawny little Raptor. And that's how they were taking jabs at Ford. And everybody's like, Ford, you gotta like come back at that. Ford plays it classy. They yeah. do it classy. They're not going to, they're not just going to stoop to that level and say, oh yeah, we're much better than you and we can prove it. They're going to take their time and they're going to, as I said, they didn't lay out all their cards yeah. to begin with. They're holding back. They want to wait and they want to build hype for this truck. Cause it's going to be amazing. Um, Look, all the, everyone online complaining and saying that the the new Raptor is garbage and hating on them. I, I am invested in Ford. Like, I own stocks in Ford. And since the announcement and with everyone's complaining, it, their share prices have jumped. Yeah, I honestly, I which, just sold out because I of who I was using. I'm going to switch up and hopefully try to get back into owning some Ford stock because I, I think that they've got potential. Compared to the other two, Robin Hood sucks. <laughs> That's who I was using. <laughs> but uh, Ford, Ford has stood the test of time compared to the other two. Compared to Dodge, compared to um, Chevy, which I I don't even know what Dodge is called now. The uh, Dodge is owned by Fiat. Chrysler. Yeah, they are owned by Fiat. Um, Did, didn't they just change their name to something else? I haven't seen anything about. I mean, there's of course Mopar, but. Well, yeah, they all they all have their own different things. They have a whole bunch of different uh, names. Uh, successor, oh, Stellantis. Okay, that's what I kept seeing. So that's now what they've changed their name to is Stellantis. Is it because Europe has been cracking down on Fiat's monopoly? I have no clue. I don't know what made them change, but Dodge Dodge yeah. is doing their own thing. They did make a hell of a truck. I'll admit that. Yeah, it's, no, it's it's very impressive. Interior, um, the interior on the TRX is unbelievable. The interior on the Rebel was unbelievable. So the fact that they just carried that over to the TRX was just spot on. Um, and I give them props for that. But again, the, this comparison of the T-Rex, and I understand why Ford's Ram Raptor, the, the Ford Raptor is the top level truck right now. That's the highest you can go. Uh, I don't know if it'll be priced. I don't know if that is priced above the King Ranch or not. It just, depending on what, all options you have probably to it. just because 
that's that's a luxury model, isn't it? That's yeah, just that's like that's more of a, a luxury truck. This is th- yeah, this is a uh, a luxury. That's what made the Raptor so attractive was it's a luxury truck, but a perfect off roader vehicle. And that's, that's where put it differently in its exactly. segment. Exactly, you don't need seven hundred horsepower for off roading, right? Which that is why I'm very excited to see this twin turbo. Well, I have mixed feelings about the twin turbo V6. Like, look at the GTR and how much power that thing makes. Yeah. And look at, I, I know I made this example earlier, but look at the, you know, Koenigsegg making a three-cylinder motor that hits 600 horsepower and it's twin turbo. I feel like they probably could have done more with it. Yeah. But at the same time, it was made with range in mind. You can off-road this thing all day. Yeah. You don't have to stop. It has a 500 range or 500 mile range. Yeah, that's that was, very impressive. That's the biggest thing that uh, people are talking about is it's got a 500 mile range with this truck. So you've got a luxury off-roader that has range mm-hmm. compared to anybody else. Now, the Hellcat engine, everybody talks about you can get about nine miles to the gallon with that truck. Or as car guys love to say, smiles per gallon because they don't care about they really don't miles care about per that. smile. <laughs> but um, they they really I, don't care about that kind of stuff. I will say because there have been in previous episodes, I've complained about trucks not needing a ton of horsepower; they just need the towing capacity. And you know, I'm going to give the Rebel credit where it's due. It doesn't have quite as much towing capacity as the Raptor right now, but it can still tow almost 7,500 pounds on a three liter V6 diesel. It it's 260 to 395 horsepower. Like that is not high horsepower. That is a focus on towing and it's $45,000, which I mean, you know, that's not going to be anyone's first car, but for someone who owns a farm, that is, that is a good, that is a good way to spend your money. It has the luxuries and features that, you know, I, I don't hate on luxuries and features that much. I do think that a truck should just be bare bones, but it's you can haul quite a bit with it and not break the bank. Right. And yeah, that's that's a standard price for vehicles now, nowadays is about $43,000 is your standard vehicle uh, across the board, no matter which one you're looking at. Um, so anywhere from the low ends to the high ends, it's, you're going to end yeah, up in the 43,000 range specialized vehicles. Yeah. Like, but you know, when you're in the 20,000 range, that's going to be like general use compacts and subcompacts, right? Which are kind of phasing out. Don't tow with those. <laughs> don't. Uh, but there's, there's so many different things. Uh, again, TRX is, is a different ball game than where this Ford Raptor is. Uh, some of the other highlights that I wanted to point out, uh, just because I thought that they were the most interesting. And again, it's Ford taking a jab at the TRX and saying, we're going to do this better, but hold back. So again, the, the, the EcoBoost engine will probably, it won't outperform the TRX engine. That's not where they're going to, they're going to outdo it. But I mean, as far as the towing capacity is, they also have ground clearance compared to, so the ground clearance on the Raptor, the brand new Raptor is 12 inches on 35 inch tires and 13 inches on 37 inch tires, which is astounding because they even put in their press release, 37 inches does not come standard on any truck right now. No matter who you order from, nobody has a 37 inch tire that you can get from the factory. 
and Ford is going to go ahead and put it on this Raptor. If you're buying this truck with 37 inch tires, respect, do with your money what you want. But when you're paying some poor 16, 17 year old at Sears to change those tires, give them a tip. (laughs) As someone who has had to deal with custom 37 inch plus tires, go to a shop. It's it's horrible. Don't go to a stand. I don't. I, I wouldn't want to go to like to if, Sam's Club and have hell, them. Yeah, don't replace go, my tires. Don't, if I've got a massive truck like that. Don't take your truck to Sears. Like if you know people there and they take care of you, cool. Then do the tip thing. But like there are truck shops. Right. Go somewhere else. There are For truck the shops God, with the equipment else. to handle that. But with those with uh with those tires on there though, uh the thirty five inch gets a thirty one in thirty one degree angle of approach. And the 37 inches gets a 33.1 degree angle of approach compared to uh, looking at the Ram Rebel. Uh, and actually, this is this is the TRX. So the TRX's ground clearance is 11.8. So even on the 35 inch tires, Ford decided, well, we're going to make sure that it's got a better ground clearance than the TRX. And then uh, the angle of approach is 30.2, which both 35 inch and 37 inch options outdo that. So that's where I'm saying Ford paid attention to what they were doing. And I've noticed that that's where Ford is benefiting right now is Dodge keeps putting their stuff out first. Uh, Ford can pay attention to what complaints are coming through and say, we're not going to do that for that truck. We're going to do better than that. And I mean, they, all they had to do was take in these numbers and just say, okay, your truck comes standard with 35 inches. We're going to make sure that our truck has 37 inches and actually went through the development of changing the, almost the whole layout of the truck, but had to change at least the, the fenders to accommodate that, to be able to put those 37 inch tires from the factory. Obviously anybody who puts on larger tires, you got to go to a lift kit. You got to do everything that you can to get the tire outside of the fender to be able to fit that. Ford said, no, 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 we'll go ahead and we'll redesign this truck so that you can fit 37-inch tires from the factory. You don't have yeah. to put a lift kit on it. You don't have to do anything special to it. You can put 37 on it right from us, and we'll give it to you. I'm actually kind of interested to see how they, how the, the Ford Raptor responds to things like lift kits just because it has that new five-link suspension, which I'm very interested to see how that works out for them yeah. because— Engine is important with with off-roading, but, like, you need good suspension. Right. And I, I feel like a lot of people are, which this just goes to show, horsepower sells cars and apparently trucks, too. In, in America, it does. That's yeah. the most important thing. Well, how much how much horsepower can it get, can it have? There, for some reason, the horsepower race is just getting ridiculous, and that's where I feel like... GM stepped back and said, we don't need to worry about that. We've got other things in the mind, uh, better things for yep. the future that we need to worry about. We don't care about the uh, about more horsepower. And somebody just shared again another thing saying that the Camaro is going to be discontinued. They That's not the future. They know that that's not the future, so they don't really care. They're going to let Dodge and Ford battle it out while they slowly slip into the direction of where the market is heading, and that's electric vehicles. So that's why they're not too concerned about how much horsepower can they add to the Camaro ZL1 or the Z... Uh, I can't even think of what it is. Z28? Yeah, Z28. Yeah. So that... 
it's disappointing I, that they're not trying to because I did like Chevy before, but I Ford, I've noticed a lot of better things that are coming out of Ford. Ford has consistently been the one to kind of try to push the boundaries. The, back in the early 2000s, Ford made the, not the first EV, the first EVs back in the ni- early 1900s. But when there was a big issue with air quality over on the West Coast, Ford had an electric vehicle. Um, they try to be the ones at the forefront, and I'm, I appreciate that they put a lot of money towards that. Um, I, I really don't want to see... Like, I'm not a big fan of the Camaro, but I really don't want to see it go. I would love to see it go in a electric direction, just like they did with the Mustang. I really want to see that turn into a competition. I don't just want to see the Mustang, the electric Mustang, trying to compete with the $250,000 Tesla Roadster. But honestly, I think that... Chevy could steal the spotlight if they come out with a Camaro sports car that is all electric compared That's, to what Ford did where they made a crossover and gave it the Mustang name. I, I don't I don't even like calling it a crossover because it like it's regardless, it, it, it doesn't look yeah. like a regular Mustang. No, it doesn't. It, it looks it looks kind of like a sportier version of the Honda Cross Tour. Right. Which I've, you know, I've worked on Honda cross tours. I can't even really call them crossovers. They're just a modern five door station wagon, basically. Yeah. Like a hatchback, but a little different. Yeah. Um, And honestly, the thing is hatchbacks are more aerodynamic. So I'm really excited for this new Mustang. I'm really excited to see more about it. The only complaint a lot of people have is just the name that it's a Mustang Mach-E. That's not that big of a deal. Compared to everything that's inside it, all the new tech and everything that's going in. And that actually brings back to a point that I wanted to make about the Raptor. For the Ford Raptor R that's coming out next year, that they're planning to put the V8 Predator engine in that'll have 760 horsepower, probably tuned down a little bit so it's not as much as that, that they stuck in the GT500. I Some note, things that I, I think they're going to change for the Raptor R, because if you just make it the same truck with a different engine in it probably won't sell as well. I mean, obviously everybody wants the V8, so you'll get a lot of people who will, who will buy it just because it's got a V8 in it. The thing with these high-end sports trucks, basically, is there's going to be some appeal. It's, it's almost like politics and sports in the United States. There's going to be some centrist appeal to it where Ford and Dodge are trying to fight to win them over, but... The thing is, these people are throwing, you know, tens of thousands of dollars at these very high-end toys, and it's just, it comes down to the tribalism. Ford fans are still going to go with the Ford, and Dodge fans are going to go with the Dodge. Yeah. And then Chevy fans are patiently waiting. Uh, Yeah, I think it's no matter, and surprisingly, a lot of Chevy fans are like, okay, compared to what's on the market right now, we're behind. So you guys need to step it up. And there's some teaser footage of people finding new Chevy Silverados that might have a different interior. So that'll be a good thing for them that they can finally have a better option. Yeah. I don't know how well it'll be. We'll have to wait and see uh, what they unveil. But what I was going to say with the uh, Raptor, putting in the R, they do they did carry over for this Raptor the fold-down stick shift that they added for the new 
truck. So if you haven't seen that, there's a button that you can push and the stick, the shifter will fold down so it's flush in the console. That's more so handy for with the uh, higher trim F-150, the center console can fold out to make a table so that if you want to work from your truck, which a lot of field guys are doing that, you know, if you're out in the oil fields or something like that. Yeah, definitely. You can, you can fold this open and it's a hard surface and it helps that the shifter goes down. A they carried of... that over into the Raptor, which I knew that they were going to do that. And they also put in the brand new big 12 inch screen and added some carbon mm-hmm. fiber to stand out from the regular truck. I said, I was telling a buddy this, I think what they're going to do is the Raptor R. They're going to take that stick shift out. They're going to stick that knob in that they did for the GT500. I bet they're going to do that for the Raptor R. And I thought it'd be even better if Ford puts in that new big screen that they put in the Mustang Mach-E. If they take that massive screen, because there's a lot of compliments about that screen and how it's functioning because of the um, knob on it. It's it's kind of like a touchscreen, but it still has a knob that you can physically turn and interact with. Oh and a lot of people God, are that's liking such a giant that. iPhone, <laughs> or not it's, iPhone, uh, iPod. It's whatever. We- it is weird. Uh, it does look weird, but I feel like if I mean Ford. If Ford wanted to having a giant glass anything in the center console always looks kind of weird. Like look at Mini, but. Then they, Mini was planning way ahead in the future. They were playing the long game because they turned that giant speedometer into a screen. And that's what everybody's doing. There's all tachometer speedometers are changing over Mm -hmm. to digital screens because that's what everybody would prefer to see. They don't want to see a gauge, an old school gauge anymore. Um, Rest in peace. Ford Ford just did that with the the F-150. So now all their new trucks are going to have that uh, going forward. But the big thing is that big screen in the center is because Tesla threw that in there. Tesla did a huge screen. Everybody loves the huge screen because of Tesla. So now everybody else has to have a huge screen like Tesla does. So Tesla's setting the forefront for a lot of things, a lot of changes that are being made in the vehicles. That, that's exactly it. I'm kind of glad that Ford is jumping on to the electric vehicle market again, just because I feel like a lot of other manufacturers will be like, okay, so this is what Tesla did. This is what we need to do. Ford's like, yeah, Tesla, what they did is pretty cool, but this is what Ford does. And kind of like how... I feel like from Chevy, we can expect to see like an electric sports car of some sort. Yeah. But with Ford, I'm glad they're bringing the Mustang with them into this new market because they, I I feel like if Ford ever gets rid of Mustang, Ford's done. Like they're not going out of business, but they they would be removing a core part of their soul. They did get rid of a lot of different. So they put the Mustang in a truck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they did get rid of like six of their cars. Now the Fusion and the Mustang are the only ones left because the market would prefer SUVs. Mm-hmm. That's what's the biggest thing. And uh, I talk about this with my family all the time. Gas prices are, you know, still on the rise. And if they go back up to these huge levels like they were before, people aren't going to want their their SUVs. And it's like, no, they've changed a lot of things so that the SUVs can handle the same fuel mileage and the same distance and everything that a car can. And that's why people are switching. It's Look, like a lot of people car are companies saying, learn you know, the hard way. If you keep these things at this level, we'll just get rid of the vehicles and you're going to be shit out of luck. A lot of people are expressing, you know, fears that gas prices are going to hit $5 a gallon. And while I don't personally believe that's going to happen anytime soon, and 
now that's on record, so you guys can tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong. But uh, if they go with the twin turbo 3.5 liter V6 in the Raptor, that's not going to kill them at the fuel pumps because that that gets as much fuel econ- almost as much fuel economy as my inline four Toyota. Right. Like you you can a five hundred mile range with good fuel economy is a huge mind blowing. That is wild. Like that is you can daily that. Right. That is a truck you can drive to the store. You can take it off roading. You can drive it to work. You don't need a car because gassing up the truck is too expensive. That's why I'm excited for this. Right. And that's why I'm really happy to see Ford is going in this direction. And I understand that there are fans that are upset about it, but I mean, how many of these fans are the people who are buying it in the first place? Like right. a lot of them are just people that well, honestly, they pop talk up about- in Twitter comments and say, Ford, please just give it, just give it to me. I'll just put, I'll write Ford on it. So it does the advertising for you. The, uh, the biggest thing is, uh, the, the truck, the second gen, vastly outsold the first gen. So, of course, they, they think that people like the 3.6 uh, EcoBoost, the V6 EcoBoost, over the V8 engine. So I can understand why Ford wants to stick to that model. But again, it's because this truck was a perfect daily driver that you could have fun with. That's, where, that's what set it apart from every other truck. This thing put itself on the map as a whole different category because not only could you get a truck that you could use and have, you know, the capabilities of a truck. So if you need to haul large stuff, you need to take stuff somewhere, you need to tow with it, all of that it can do. Plus you can go off-roading, you can go have fun, you can hit the trails, you can do all this other stuff. That's what set it apart from all the, all the competitors. I'm not interested until you can haul off-road. <laughs> I want I want to see I want to see that you know Ram TRX with those really long trailers that you keep seeing on the road with like three Audis on them and I just want to see that thing jump in dunes like I, you know I, I thought about that I'm like I, I'm willing to bet somebody will make a video of at some point a truck jumping with a trailer attached to it it'll do a lot of damage to the truck but you know everybody oh, it's will just love it's to just see a it. flex look I don't know anyone in the uh the the truck stunt scene but i bet ken block does ken block make it happen <laughs> i think so many people in the meantime ken block get the uh, ford raptor and drift it with a trailer god i you can imagine anything <laughs> that he could do especially with the ford raptor and again the ford raptor r that's coming so everybody's going to get this truck and they're going to play around with it and oh uh, another key thing with the the raptor everybody complained about the sound of it, it didn't sound good we got test footage of the this what was believed the Ford Raptor driving down the street. Sounded fantastic. It sounded great. It had a good exhaust. Then this truck comes out and they say, well, we've got a brand new exhaust system. And they played an audio clip of the V6 engine with this new exhaust in Baja mode. Because that's the key thing. It has to be in Baja mode in order to get the best sound. And everybody, it, it, when you listen to it, it's like, oh, this sounds like a V8 engine. So this might have been what we were all seeing and we might have been played. But again, Ford immediately came out the day of the unveiling of the truck when they said this is the new Ford Raptor. Their uh, Twitter and Instagram, everything, they immediately posted and said the V8 will return. So don't be disappointed that this doesn't have the V8. 
We hear you. We understand you. It will be back. Just not right now. Wait a minute. Just give us a minute. We're going to finalize a a hell of a truck and we're going to show you what this can do. Yeah. I I feel like they, maybe they're waiting to see what happens with the supercharged V8 on Dodge's end or maybe they just dumped a ton of money in the V6 and they just want to see how, maybe they want to see how if like, you know, they have the V8 coming, but if the V8 or the V6 is their best option, maybe they just want to see how it measures up to a V8. They're testing the market and then maybe in turn, we'll start just seeing a lot more V6s in their trucks because the thing is with a lot of these luxury high-end vehicles, these high-end performance vehicles, a lot of auto manufacturers don't make a, a big profit, if any profit on them, it generates interest in the company. Right. And people see, you know, this Raptor that with a twin turbo V6, the the David is standing up to the supercharged V8 Goliath and they just see this and they're like, huh, I'll never afford it, but I'm going to go pick up a V6 F-150. Like, right, right. And it still does It still does a lot of what you need it to do. And you can play around with it. You can modify it. You can make it your own truck if you start with the base and have that V6 that can challenge this. So, I mean, no matter what, they've, they've got it. They've, they know what they're doing. But it's not that Ian couldn't make it. We removed him because he has that, that Dodge bias. <laughs> uh, the, the, Only four boys in here tonight. <laughs> I mean, the yeah, the, the Raptor is a class of its own, like I said. And w- again, we got to wait and see. What happens next? What are they going to do next? And I, there's a lot of speculation uh, that the Bronco will have a high performance model called the Warthog. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That's what they're, yeah, there's, that's, that's there's, good. There's pictures of this Bronco that has, has wider fender flares on it. And they, Ford made a post of this thing in camo and said, trying out 37, 37 inch new shoes. So it's got new <laughs> tires on it. It's got bigger than what the, the standard Bronco is going to have. The only thing we don't know is what kind of engine it's going to have in it. Ford. Ford. Put put the twin turbo V6 in it. Just do it. Just do it. That's, please. <laughs> like, I don't care if you need a choo-choo train full of cocaine. Just do it. I, I honestly think that's what the a lot of people are thinking that's going to go in is this V6 engine. And they could still do that. That's what they could do. They could do that or they could do the V8 because with the day that um, the Bronco was being unveiled, Dodge, well, Jeep came out and said, okay, they're about to make this announcement of this amazing comeback vehicle. We're going to go ahead and offer a V8. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to offer a V8 Jeep uh, called the 392 Concept. Now, when it first was unveiled everybody was like okay this is pretty cool but it's concept it's not really going to be an actual vehicle until dodge said well starting in 2021 we're going to start making this an actual vehicle so you can buy a v8 jeep now now i think ford has to go ahead and say well we're now we're going to stick a v8 in the bronco i mean you've got the whole lineup with the v6 and everything now you get a stick of V8 in it. that's where the the warthog comes in and uh somebody uh i forget the video that i was watching mentioned that Ford did register the Warthog name. So that is probably what it's going to be called. Where I mean, they haven't come out and flat out said the Bronco 
Warthog is coming, but they've registered the name. There's a lot of speculation. It's like, okay, this is what the Bronco, this high-level Bronco is going to be. It's called the Warthog. And I think that's going to come out next year, too, because they're going to be putting out the Raptor R, and they're going to show off both of these high-performance vehicles that's the top-level trim of both of them and say, yeah, we got this off-roader that's amazing. We've got this truck that's amazing. Here's something that's even more amazing. We're going to go ahead and give you this, you know, this high-performance truck. We're going to give you this high-level V8. It's going to be in this. Bronco will probably get get the twin-turbo V6, but it'll, it'll probably still be tuned up so that it's a little better than the V6 that's in the Raptor. So who knows? Who knows what's going to actually come about? It's going to be interesting to see, but that's what I'm speculating is that that's what Ford's playing. That's why they haven't laid all their cards out on the table is they've got a high-performance Bronco coming and they want it to share the stage with the new Raptor. And I think they really want to see how their V6 does. I think they don't want to have it compete. It's already competing with a more powerful V8. Maybe they don't want it to compete with their own V8 because they want to see how much horsepower really sells it. Well, and as I'll show, um, as what's going to be on the screen while you're listening to this, there's a picture, this image of the Ford Raptor, okay, jumping over. And it looks really cool, but I was looking at it and I'm like, you know what, that actually looks familiar to another picture that I've seen of the new Ford Bronco. Um, Let me see if I can find this real quick. There's some images from the new Ford Bronco doing basically the same thing. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a very good shot for. Yeah, it is. But but I, what I found interesting and this to me kind of feeds into that speculation of them doing uh, this double release is here we go. It's this it's this shot right here. Yeah, basically looks exactly the same. So you've got this image of the Ford, what's supposed to be the Bronco Warthog, which has these wider flares. And uh, from this image is showing off the brand new 37-inch tires. I'm loving the name. Like, that is just so good. I know. Because, like, you've got the Mustang, which, you know, one of the most prominent fighters of World War II. And then you got the Warthog, one of the most prominent support aircraft that that has come out of America. Exactly. And that's... Oh, that the is, second I heard that it was going to be called Warthog, I'm like, oh my God, did you pick a winner right there? And also, you know, as soon as it drops, someone with more money than they know what to do with is going to convert it into a Halo Warthog. Oh, absolutely. I like I'm, The things that I'm, people are going to do to these vehicles is going to be unbelievable. I mean, I am ready to give up on my subcompacts like (laughs) literally after this car i was like you know what i'm so done with new cars i'm so done with these cars that try to take all the power from me i'm buying a 1989 honda civic that doesn't even have a passenger mirror and i'm calling it a day i really want that bronco i know i really want a bronco oh my god it's so good as soon as i because that was the big thing was everybody was saying you're building so much unbelievable hype for this vehicle it better deliver and And they they unveiled it and it's like like, oh my god this did far better than just deliver when when they first hinted the bronco i'm like oh my god they're just gonna stick a they're just gonna stick a cab on an F-150 and call it a Bronco. They're just going to do the same thing they did with the Ranger. No, they 
design that thing from the ground up. Like I'm sure they took a lot of things from the F-150, but it does not look like an F-150. It is a new truck and I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's, they really stepped up. They, Ford has really been stepping up their game and that's why, again, coming back to the topic of the video with the Raptor, they didn't drop the ball. Everybody thinks they dropped the ball. They did not drop the ball. They know what they're doing. They know where this car, where this truck is going to sit. Like I said, it's not competing against the TRX. It's competing against the base Ram Rebel. When you compare those two, that's where you see the lineups and you see everything compared. And it's like, yeah, this is better than the Ram Rebel. Yeah. Then they're going to come out with this amazing truck next year. That's going to be like, yeah, see the TRX, you guys did a really good job, but here's how you actually do it. And they'll thought that's where they're going to blow everybody's minds. Again, they're, they're letting Dodge have their turn, but and Dodge is taking and, it. Dodge, yeah. I, I'll give it. Oh, okay. yeah. No, God. I give it. I am. I like there's definitely a clear forward bias in this room right now, but we're not saying Dodge did a bad job. Dodge no. definitely blew Ford out of the water. Unbelievable. On this, one. this is a this is a win for Dodge. Everybody, everybody has saying, declared this truck a top truck. They've everybody once is saying if you're going to buy a truck, if you want a performance truck, if you want something that can do everything, literally beat a car in the quarter mile or do off-roading or do your daily stuff with go with the TRX. That's what everybody is telling you. Yeah. Like there's, that is a very impressive vehicle. And I want to clarify that I'm just with Ford. The thing is, okay, they're sitting back, letting Dodge do their thing. They really, really need to put out for 2022 then. Oh, absolutely. Huge risk. You cannot let someone pay attention have, to what everybody's saying. You That's can't what let someone do. have a win and then completely disappoint on the next year. This needs to be, you know, this needs to be Ford charging up their ultimate. Oh yeah, so they can absolutely, you know, absolutely. blow us away in twenty twenty two. And I, I thought Ford, Ford did perfect with this because Chevy, Chevy redesigned their Silverado for twenty nineteen. As well as Ram. Ram remodeled their 1500 for 2019. And there were complaints from both. And I felt like Ford watched all those complaints and said, let's not do that. Because the main complaint that I've heard from the new Ford F-150, so just the regular truck, is that it looks pretty much just like the previous generation. It does. About 90% of it is the same. And everyone's complaining, why did you not change much with this new model like you can you can dump every single feature into it you want but unless you are you know lada in russia you can't get away with making your vehicles look the same people aren't going to be interested people want some variants they want some changes but i felt like that was their response to how everybody responded to the chevy silverado when the silverado changed up its look completely for the 2019 model year everybody hated it everybody's like what the hell are you doing chevy we like the look before you change this to some crappy new design and they didn't like it. So Ford said, okay, we're not going to change the exterior. We're going to change the interior. And that's because Ram came out with that that huge middle screen in their mm-hmm. higher end trim models. So Ford had to do that for their higher end trim models. And so the interior is what more so changed than the exterior. And it's because they were taking the complaints from both. I People think- hated the, the exterior changes on the uh, Chevy and, but they loved the interior changes on the Ram. And they yeah. said, we need to take both of these and do that and with the truck. I feel like that is a perfect example of Ford thrives when Ford 
is Ford, not when yeah. it tries to be the market. Instead, of it tries, right. it should try to push the market. I feel like Ford fans expect something new from Ford. Right. Whereas and like with Chevy fans, they're like, this is perfect. We like this the way it is. We want it to stay the same. And then, you know, the Dodge Ram, the only major difference I can point out between an early 2000 and today is just the grill's different. Yeah. The, like mo- they, most they, of the front end is what's been changed on that. And that's not even a dig at Dodge or at Ram. That is, they, they have an iconic look. And it's still doing, whereas, and now it's competing. Now it's competing compared yeah. to before the big argument was Chevy versus Ford. That mm-hmm. was where the big argument was. Nobody cared what Dodge was doing. Dodge was in third place. It's like GM is, is going after Ford. Ford sells the most. Tra- well, and that's going to be a topic that I got to talk about is uh, my argument is that GM sells the most trucks because they have two versions, but they're the same exact trucks. So stop saying you're selling two different trucks when it's the same goddamn truck. Pretty, pretty sure it's. Toyota probably sells the most trucks in the world. Probably. Well, it's the because the the Hilux. Which, well, okay, so if we're talking world, yeah, uh, no, probably. I'm 100 percent talking worldwide. Yeah, Toyota, if we're talking worldwide, Hilux is the um, most popular truck. Mostly, mostly but, the truck game is here in, in North America. Yeah, because no. and I'm sure that's why Toyota has been very hasn't brought us the Hilux just because they're like we don't we're not ready to see how it competes with. These giants, while they're busy beating the right. crap out of each other, exactly. Meanwhile, Nissan's like, so uh, we got this V8. It's de- or we got this we got this big truck. It's definitely a Nissan, but we put a Cummins in it. Yeah, because <laughs> we know you. We know you Americans like that, right? Yeah, that's it, you know that's uh, it's just it's holds it's an up American paper. Thing. It's definitely an American thing. Cummins holds it down, checks the audience. Yeah, go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, because even look at Europe. Europe doesn't. Uh, well, Europe has a thing on trucks. That I think they have a truck tax, and that's why. Well, you can't get I know in the United Kingdom they have a pretty strict tax, but that's also because it's a small island, right? But in a lot of other parts, like there but is yeah, a truck market in Europe. There is, yeah, there is a truck market, but uh, Mercedes has a truck, but it's not really advertised. The X. Not really advertised. Nobody really knows that that thing I, exists. I literally just now learned it exists. Oh, yeah. I need to look at it's, this. It's it's weird and that it actually exists, but they don't advertise it on their page. They don't really oh. talk too much about it. Right. They So they do have Ooh. a truck, but they don't talk too much about it. Porsche doesn't have anything. BMW doesn't have anything. All these luxury brands don't have anything. And it's like, so obviously you don't care about the truck segment. That's why North America is where the truck segment is. That's and the Japanese models truck. understand, right? <laughs> That's what oh I'm saying. Oh my goodness. It's, this it's is a good sharp, luxury truck. This is the best looking Mercedes I've seen since the CLK <laughs> GTR. I know. Like Mercedes has put out some real ugly ducklings. Like for as long as I've been alive, this is sharp. Yeah. And the, but it, it mostly lives in the background. Nobody really knows about this thing existing. They don't, they don't talk about it. They don't advertise about it. They're just, it's there so that they have it, but it's not really doing much. Well, Mercedes, their big push I've noticed is their vans. Yeah. Like that's, that's really big. So I I can understand they're just kind of focusing on that. And then, you know, in Europe they have their, their truck and I don't know, maybe they advertise it more over there, but Hey, you know what? Mercedes bring it to America and just, 
It's gonna flop. It would it would that's, flop so I think, bad. I think that's why like, they don't advertise. That's the it. thing. Not, America well America fetishizes German engineering. Like they're gonna see this truck and be like, "How can you have luxury and truck at same time?" Like look at how the Lincoln Mark LT did. And right. granted, that was a rebadged F one fifty, but it was a Lincoln. To be and, a fancy truck, yeah. And it didn't really and I do think, well. I think that's like, when this X truck, came out. Truck fans are never going to consider that a truck, and then luxury people are never going to consider it luxury, so I, I can understand why. Right, yeah, and that's, the, there's... And it's it, prob- it would probably cost as much as a Raptor, if not more. Oh, it, I think it does. It for, just cost a, over for, for a naturally aspirated V8. Well, Mercedes aren't as expensive over in Europe. True. I think you can get that here. Like, I think you can order it. I don't know. But it's just, like I said, I'll do some research on it, but it's not relevant to the discussion. It's, it's in the background. So it's not, it's not really important, but uh, it's not relevant to America. (laughs) America. (laughs) Yeah. As we, how many, how many dip bottles can I fit in it? (laughs) So, all right, we're going to leave this episode here. Um, That's where we think that everything's going to go. Like I said, I made my predictions that next year it's going to be the Bronco Warthog and the Raptor R that's going to be stealing the stage. It's going to be curious to see how Jeep and Dodge respond to that. Yeah. Everybody's speculating that Dodge is now going to stick the red eye Hellcat engine in it, which has 797 horsepower. It's like, okay, in a Jeep? yeah. No, in, oh, uh, I was about to say. No, in, the, in the truck. That's you might as well response. you might as well do the Tyco RC thing with the uh, with the roller bars on the top. So when you hit the you know when you go so fast and you hit the brakes and it rolls forward, it doesn't like you know it, it fixes itself basically. But uh, so we'll yeah, see no. we'll see how Ram, this plays out. Ram, good job, Ford. You got some shoes to fill. Yeah, yeah. The the, the stage has been set. We got to see how this all plays out. It's just speculation right now. We got to wait and see how this exactly plays out. So thanks all for joining us. We'll see you in the next video.